Next up on the Renaissance Man podcast, we have actor, comedian, and dancer Woody McLean, who stars in a widely popular Power Book 2, Ghost. Coming up, I talked to Woody about how his own family set the bar high in entertainment, his evolution as a dancer, and how social media platforms like Vine gave him the tools and the confidence to showcase his talents. Up next, Woody McClain. Let's go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man Podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. This week's theme is always a learner. At the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, we have a motto, enter a learner, exit a leader. We've had so many graduate from JRLA. But what I'm here to remind you is that even as leaders, we are always learning. I believe there's always room in our careers, our education, our lives to try a new skill or look, listen to a different perspective from someone. All of us are works in progress. But the key is your heart, your hands need to be wide open, accepting lessons and wisdom. Because think about it, when your hands are open, you have the ability to receive. But when they're clenched, there's no room for growth. And I'm going to provide space to the Memphis Grizzlies and their superstar point guard, Ja Morant, this lesson, the wisdom. I did an exclusive sit-down interview with him after he was suspended by the NBA two months ago for brandishing a gun in a strip club intoxicated in Denver. A lot of people have asked me since then because he had a second incident where he's riding in a car in the passenger seat and brandished another weapon. How do I feel? Was I betrayed? And my answer is no, because I'm genuine. 
My heart is pure and I'm here to love, support and protect. I don't take it personal when 23 year olds make bad decisions. Trust me, if social media existed when I was 23, this show wouldn't exist. My trip to Ghana also reminded me that I could still learn on my path. And I'm excited to share the conversation with my next guest about his journey to greatness. Woody McClain got now in next. His breakout role as Bobby Brown helped put him on a map. And this actor, dancer, and creator has earned opportunities that some can only dream of. Up next, Woody McClain. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. My next guest is an actor, comedian, who began his career as a professional dancer. And after excelling in the dance world, he began creating crazy social media content on Vine and noticed very quickly that he had a gift for not only acting, dancing, but making people laugh. He's known for so many great roles and his portrayal in particular as Bobby Brown, is a classic, not only for the Bobby Brown, but the new edition story. He now stars in the widely popular power book Ghost, where he portrays Kane Tejada, son of Mary J. Blige, the legend, and the bloody, bloody third season of the show. It's happening <laughs> right now. Stay tuned and check it out. It is my honor to welcome the incredible Woody McClain to the Renaissance Man podcast. What up, though, family? What up? What up? What up? Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm a huge fan, as I said, and it seems like every project that you've been on, I've watched at least 10 or 15 times. That's so amazing. I already know, you know what I'm saying, your talent and what you brought to the game and the sky's the limit for your potential. and. Thank you. Bring our fans up to speed about you. You were born in Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South raised, Carolina. Raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville. How these places and people that you grew up with and in helped shaping the man that you are now? Oh, you know what? We're we're connected in a way, right? Because I remember, I remember you in the 2000 NBA Finals, right? Mm-hmm. My whole family in South Carolina was watching it. And I thought it was a brilliant idea at like the height of the game. I thought it was going to be a, a funny, you know, a funny thing for me just to cut the TV off. 
When I tell you everybody turned around and looked at me and I, I instantly ran out of excitement and fear, I hit my head on the corner of the wall and I got 25 stitches right here in my Word. head. Yeah, yeah. So when so when oh, so when I was crazy. Like, when it was mentioned that us connecting, that's that's exactly what I thought about. That's exactly wow. what I thought about. I thought it was dope though. It's funny, it's funny to me. That is crazy. So Please bring our fans up to speed about your childhood. You know, mm -hmm. elementary school, middle school, you're very talented. You act and you dance. So just tell me, like, your upbringing and how it shaped the man you are today. I've come from a strong family. Um, uh, Reverend Edward McClain, my, my, my grandfather, I feel like he set a, a strong foundation for our entire family. Um, my auntie Katrina McClain was in the WNBA. She was also um, played with Teresa Edwards. That's like my auntie, Don, oh. Lisa Leslie. So she kind of started like the, she set the bar really high when it came to like entertainment. I used to love seeing my aunt play and I used to be like, yo, I want to be on TV too. Like I, I, I gotta be like auntie. So, so, and then I would see my mom sitting in front of the TV laughing every day, watching Eddie Murphy. And I'm like, Mom, what's going on? She was like, I went to school with Eddie. She was like, I like she used to, she lived in Long Island. She's like, I went to uh, school with Eddie Murphy. That's my guy. I was like, get out of here. But growing up, I was like, you know what? I want my friends that I go to school with to have the same feeling when they see me. So when I go back home to Jacksonville, I have people that was in my like gym classes and my math classes being like, yo, my kids won't believe that we went to school together. We got a FaceTime. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Cause it just brings me back to that kid moment of me seeing my mom full of joy. So that's just been my whole childhood, man. And my, my parents have done a great job at letting me do exactly what I want to do. They never put any restrictions on me. If I wanted to be in the marching band because I seen Drumline and Nick Cannon do his thing, I was like, I'm going to be in the band. I ended up getting a full scholarship to go to uh, FAMU University. Then I was like, you know what? I want to dance because I see all the girls love dancers. So I'm going to be a dancer. And I ended up dancing with one of the best, Chris Brown, you know what I mean? And then from there, it's like, I want to get into acting because it's dope. The ladies like, I feel like the ladies motivate everything in my life, but the ladies like a, a vulnerable acting guy. So I want to do that. So that's been my, my, my journey, man. And it's been a, it's been a super blessing. I want to talk more about dance because I grew up in an era where like the cool and the rough and tough dudes also could dance. That changed the party nowadays. Yes. Now everybody want to stand around and look cool. But yes. the dancers, to me, they were like the dopest people, not only at the party, but also they helped highlight hip hop. So for you, just talk about your evolution and some of the people that inspired you in dance. Well, I mean, I didn't really get into dance until I got to college. So I never danced. Like I was the guy holding up the walls, holding the cup. You know what I mean? Like, ah, they corny, whatever. <laughs> you know, I was that guy. But until I got to college, I remember going to one of the showcases and all the dudes that was in classes with us every day, the girls in the audience were screaming for them. Exactly. They were screaming. It was like, oh my God. I was like, I need, I need them to scream like this for me. So I spent the whole summer on YouTube just watching all the top choreographers, Fatima Robinson, Chuck Malinado, Othan, I'm just watching their videos and I'm learning. 
And then that's how I got into dance. You know, my mom came to one of my shows. She was like, you don't dance. I'm like, mom, just come. Trust me. She came. She was in tears afterwards. She was like, there's nothing you can't do. You know, and that's how I move throughout life. Like people would be like, oh, do you feel like you want to get put in a box? I'm like, there's no way I can get put in a box. Right. You know, there's no way. I got too much faith, like, to ever get put in a box. And I don't even think a box is bad. You know what I mean? Right. You put in a box, as long as you know how to work that box and repackage that box. Yes. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. And when you start talking about some of the greatest dancers of all time in our culture, you're going to say Michael Jackson. Of course. Usher, Usher Brown is in that conversation. Absolutely. So you standing next to Chris Brown, performing with Chris Brown, going toe-to-toe with one of the all-time GOATs, just talk to me about that experience. That 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 journey was just so real. I mean, I I've always said I wanted to dance with, with Chris. And the universe just aligned all those things that happened. My mentor at the time, old Dan, was working with Chris uh, on the Loyal music video. So then mm-hmm. she calls me in. She's like, Woody, I need you to come in and just, just do the movements as if you Chris. So when he comes in, he can see the choreography and see himself in it. So I go, I learn all the steps. He comes in, he watches me do it. He tells everybody to go on lunch break. He's like, why you ain't dancing in my video? I was like, I'm dancing with Seven Streeter. He was like, oh, that's my artist. He was like, I see your Vine videos too. He was like, bro, those are funny, bro. He's like, when we go on tour, we got to we gotta do some videos. And I'm like, tour? I'm thinking like, ain't no way he going to really let me dance. He was like, you know what? Matter of fact, when we do the loyal video, I want you to be right behind me. So he ended up adding me into the video. So I'm standing right behind Chris doing exactly. everything. And I was like, like it's just, it's just things that happen that I can't explain. So when people be like, yo, how do I do this. I'm like, honestly, my path is just my path. I can't tell you exactly how to do it that way because I didn't have a formula. You know, I'm just out here living and breathing in the moment and it happens for me. So like th- those are those are the kind of they kind of hard to have those conversations because people think I'm like gatekeeping or something. I'm like, nah, it just happened. But you're a true performer and entertainer. And Vine, as you mentioned, was one of those things that helped springboard your career in a lot of ways because it gave fans and supporters a chance to see a different side of you and your creativeness. Mm -hmm. So talk about the influence of social media and how social media over the years has changed and how you've been able to take advantage of it. Man, social media has been a a blessing because at the time when I started doing it, it wasn't oversaturated like now. I feel like it's super oversaturated. But at the time, at the height of it, it was a few of us doing it. But I was just learning how to like write, direct, cast star shoot my own content and i feel like i was put in that position to learn those tools but that's that's i met so many people doing those videos the king batches the splacks the what's goods the melvin greg who's out here killing it as well shout out to my boy melvin Um, it's, it's like a dope group of us man i feel like social media has really opened up a lot of doors for me especially me growing up watching eddie murphy adam sandler you know, Kevin Hart creating content for their friends to be in. I thought that was amazing. So when I when I was when I was looking at the Vine space, I was like, well, I'm gonna try to do the same thing on a smaller level. So now me and my team, we're just trying to do it on a bigger level now because I have so many stories I want to tell. And also, you crazy funny fam. Oh. <laughs> Your comedy is also something that people have not only gravitated to, but they appreciate as one of your talents. Mm. So Acknowledge for me how you got into comedy. Eddie, watching Eddie Murphy. 
I feel like Eddie was the guy, man. I I, I love Eddie, man. I, I'm excited for him to do more. Eddie Murphy, Chris Tucker, Bernie Mac, my top three favorites right there. And I, I feel like you don't guy, understand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Mac was a. I don't think everybody understands how genius Bernie Mac is. Like every movie he he does is like classic, yeah, classic. And I, I feel like moments like that was amazing. You know, I feel like it's a lot of a lot of people out here like that just makes classics. Wood Harris, mm -hmm. like Wood Harris, that's all he does is make classics. And I remember when we met Wood doing the new edition story, uh, Elijah ended up going up to him. He was like, so what you think? Well, how, how you how you think the movie's going to be? And I remember Wood sitting there pondering. He was like, all I make is classics and walked away. And we was like, ah. <laughs> so that was great yeah that was great so he's been on the show that's family yep. and i had that conversation with him about as an athlete people count rings mm. and they have memorable moments mm. as a performer you guys get that too you just don't realize it yep. and he's exactly right when mm -hmm. somebody comes up to you and calls you one of your characters that's a championship. That is. That is. I had to learn it. I had to learn that. That's a championship. And I know for a while, sometimes artists and athletes, we don't like to be defined about things we did in the past, but that's people acknowledging your greatness. So yeah. when you play Bobby Brown, for example, that's a classic. It's a that's classic. a championship. That's Absolutely. going diamond. Absolutely. So what was it like to get into that character and what did Bobby actually have to say about it? First met Bobby, he walked in. He was like, he was like, hell yeah, he got the bow legs. That's me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we got to give him the gap TV though. <laughs> he's like, you got to get the gap. I was like, oh, man, got to get the gap. So, you know, the guys will make fun of me because I had these fake teeth in with the gap. And the guys would look at me and be like, hey, man, stop smiling. Like throughout the text or whatever. That was fun, though. But. Bobby was he was so cool to work with, man. If if anybody has ever met Bobby Brown, you know how down to earth he is. He's so full of love. You yeah. feel his energy, man. And I think it was so easy for me to play that role because I just felt his energy. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt everything he came from. So when I was able to step into into his shoes and just be in them scenes, the it just it was just magic, man. I felt like I was a true vessel for Bobby. But but like you said, man, like. I used to struggle with people calling me Bobby Brown all the time. And I, I remember being at Fox's party, right? Mm -hmm. and everybody was like, Bobby, Bobby. I hear that like a million trillion times. And I kind of like floated to the corner and Jamie came over there. He was like, he was like, Wood. He was like, I, I noticed when people call you Bobby Brown, you kind of, you kind of keep floating to the back of the corner. He's like, but you can't do that, man. He said, you got to understand. He yep. was like, you play one of the coolest cats Correct. That, that ever did it. He was like, you got to understand, I come from and live in color. Yes. So my first role was Wanda. So I'll be at the I'll be at the club and they be like, hey, you that B. He'd be like, hey, yo, you that B. So he's like, he was like, he was like, he was like, so don't run away from, yes. from the roles that you've done. You gotta embrace it in order to move on. You gotta embrace it. You gotta, you gotta take it. You gotta understand, you gotta like rep it. Like he was just going on, man. But I, I felt like that was a great conversation for me to have. So I've been trying to figure out how to cope with people not calling me by my name. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure that out, but it's been helpful though. Well, and, and, and I've been to a lot of Fox parties. Mm -hmm. That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
And nobody throws a party like Fox. Nope, nope, nope. One of the most talented human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. Absolutely. Singing, curating, all of that. I've been in videos with him and all of that. So I want to drill down on something because what you just said is very important. There are so many people that look like us in particular that want to be in sports. They want to act. They want to be in entertainment. But can you talk about some of the things that you sacrifice? Like mm. talk about the time and the energy it goes into those roles and the comprehension and the discipline that it takes Ooh. for you to actually master your craft. It takes it takes all that, man. And, and I, I'm so happy that I was able to be a part of a marching band because it felt like it was so military. It gave me a lot of discipline within when it came to acting. Like so it, it was it was nothing for me to just stay home and study, stay home and lock in. Um, that's, and, and my, my, my family does a great job at letting me, you know what I mean? Letting me be alone so I can build that character, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And have that discipline. But I also been studying with my, my coach, uh, Layla Odom, um, Catherine Adams, they helped me out a lot. And before I was working with Dustin Felder, Dustin Felder, like acting coach to Jaden Smith. He was my mm -hmm. first acting coach, but he ended up passing away. But like every time I'm going into these new jobs, like before I, I get on set, I'm always talking to Dustin, you know what I mean? Telling him thank you for everything he's gave me and, and just just be a vessel, man, and, and help me get through these scenes. So he's always with me. As somebody that's done a little ap appearance here, <laughs> acting there, the one thing that I realized, is the comprehension of a role is incredible. Mm -hmm. download sometimes you got to change your body type you just talked about changing your teeth yeah. so please enlighten our audience what it takes to get into character and mm. own that character until you're finished shooting that role mm. see that's a tricky one um because i'm new i'm still fairly new to the acting game so i'm still learning as i go but everybody does it differently but for me personally, because I come from a dance background and I'm used to like studying and watching choreography and watching people and then doing it myself, for me, especially when it came to Kane, I was able to watch Wesley Snipes and Nino Brown. Mm. I was able to, to take some DNA from that. I was able to watch Tupac as Bishop, take yes. a little bit of DNA from that, take Sonny from Godfather, take some DNA from that. And then as I'm building Kane, I'm putting a little bit of those things as I'm as I'm building and putting that skin on. So that's how I come into it. You know what I mean? Um, but still trying to make it make it my own. That's how it works for me. And, and also, I have to ask, because there are going to be so many people and rightfully so, because you're talented and you're killing the game that obviously want to follow in your footsteps. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give certain individuals who are trying to make it in the arts? Mm. I would say. I've asked somebody this before and they said, read. Right. And I was like, they said, read and then walked away. I was like, that ain't no bar. But then when I went to go read, I was like, oh, I've learned so much just from reading this one, one thing. So I would say reading is key. And also, especially if you're trying to get into the film game, I, I think you should watch a lot of film, a lot of film, because you'll have different things to pull from. You'll be in a scene. He'd be like, oh, okay, I kind of remember this scene from this old Spike Lee movie that Denzel did. I can kind of take some DNA from that and kind of put it in this scene over here. Like, 
So I've learned I've learned a lot just by watching older films. And as I mentioned, anybody that knows me knows mm-hmm. Power, BMF, those my favorite shows. <laughs> I'm from Detroit. Yeah. Southwestern High School. Big oh, okay. Southwest. Southwest. Okay. That's my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. So seeing Lil Meach do his thing, nephew, it's just like historic to me. Crazy. So you. What was it like getting the call for your role as Kane? Mm. I thought I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing, and um, I, I talked about this earlier. Uh, it was it was just a unique situation because my neighbor at the time, Erica Watson, she she called me over and was like, "Come over to the crib. I want to I want to pray with you." I was like, "Okay." She was like, "Well, what do you want, Woody?" I was like, "Honestly, I, I want to be on a TV series." She was mm. like, "Okay, cool." She's like, "Sit down." She, I sit down. She starts putting these crystals on me. Puts wow. these crystals on me and she says, All right, close your eyes and we're going to speak everything you want to the universe. So I say, I want this TV show, do do do. She pauses the TV, da da da. Two days later, I get a call from Ghost saying, Hey, we want you in New York. Could you be here by Monday? Wow. I got the show. And it was crazy is when she paused the TV, we were watching the original power. Wow. So I felt like that, that, whole, that whole moment was like so real for this situation to happen. That is crazy. Yeah. Now you get that call. Yeah. You work it alongside Curtis, Greenlit, 50 Green. Jackson, <laughs> and Mary J. Blige. What yeah. is it like? And please just acknowledge like some of the encounters you've been able to have with them. Ooh. First of all, and, and method too, man. Method, method, man. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Yeah. Method, <laughs> method is so cool, man. Working, that's what's crazy. And the moments I never realized how legendary they are because they feel so like down, you know what I mean? So chill. But then once I go to their concert, I'm like, you know what I mean? That's my guy. That's my girl. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody's been amazing, man. And everybody shows so much love. They're always giving us great advice, you know, and I'm, I'm always one of those ones that's asking like, how can I follow in your footsteps? Like, what do I got to do to, you know what I mean? To, to stay with a clean track record like you. So like they've, they've been real good OGs, I guess, if that's how you would say it, but it's been a blessing, man. I feel like God put me in this situation to learn and grow from them. And as long as I'm learning and growing, I'm, I'm happy and I'm satisfied and I'm fulfilled. And again, Woody, I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Thank you. For your potential because you're so versatile. Mm -hmm. And think about all of the people that we've talked about today. 50, Mary J, Mel Gibson, Method Man, Bobby Brown, Wood Harris, Wood Harris, Jamie Foxx. Like you're on the road Mm. to your greatness. Okay. So continue to stay inspired, my brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. For real, for real. But before I let you get out of here, I have a rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. You ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, cool. So you did it to Bobby Brown. So I have to ask you, if there was a biopic of your life, who would you want to play you? (laughs) Uh, Who would I want to play me? Uh, uh, Michael Rainey. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Matthew, killing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you were in a marching band at FAMU. What instrument did you play? Tuba. Talk to the audience about 
playing the tuba. I remember playing the trombone in fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you went to Southwest. Y'all band was crazy. Y'all band was dope at Southwest. But the tuba, man, the tuba, I mean, it's a tuba thing, Shawty. I feel like that was the instrument for me. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it was dope. It was a great experience. I have a long life brotherhood with, with, with those fellas. And yeah, yeah. And so you had to love, as you mentioned, Nick Cannon also in this interview, Drumline. Drumline. What kind of influence was that on you? Man, that was everything. I didn't want to go to college. I didn't like, honest, to be honest, I just wanted to finish high school and go five and keep it moving. But when I seen Drumline and just seen that HBCU experience, that changed my whole life. That changed the whole perspective of my life. And I always say in interviews, shout out to Nick Cannon, no. like, and and, and uh, August, uh, I think August Dallas, Dallas, uh, August Dallas, sorry, creator, yeah, yeah, shout out to and, and by the way, like, I seen you champagneing and campaigning at Mary J's birthday party earlier. <laughs> so we talked about partying with Jamie. Mm-hmm. You partied with Mary. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask. Who hosts a better party between Mary and 50 Cent? <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. I can't even, I can't answer that because I'm not trying to get my invitation revoked. No doubt. No doubt. If I, I answer this, to the Nation brunch next year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We got to send my, I think my invite always goes to spam or something. I don't know. <laughs> So last but certainly not least, and again, I appreciate the love. What can fans expect from the season finale of Power? Season finale of Power, you will expect a lot of people not to make it. Mm. Mmm. Yeah. Wow. Just leave it like that. You know, it's, it's like the Red Wedding or like Game of Thrones. You know, that's what I love about the show. Wow! So Kane, yeah. Kane coming through and 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 and, and, and taking names. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I appreciate the love, my brother. Can't wait to support you and all of your projects. Thank you, Woody McClain. Thank Woody you, Mr. Rose, for having this man podcast. Appreciate the love, family. Last call. Last, Last call. call. I'd like to thank Woody McClain for stopping by the podcast. Make sure to check out this season finale of Power Book 2, Ghost. Next week, one thing that stuck out to me about Woody is how versatile he is as an artist and how ready he is to receive advice from everyone, especially the likes of the great. Jamie Foxx. Woody's heart is open and hearing Jamie tell him to embrace past characters, I feel like it's easy to let our egos and pride get in the way of learning from others. But when somebody like Jamie Foxx drops wisdom your way, you gotta pick that game up. I'm sending lots of love to my brother Jamie right now as he focuses on his health and recovery. So I ask you this, who is someone that you admire that has given you good advice recently? Was it your teacher, your mentor? Recognize 
the people who see the best in you. And remember, keep them close, very close, as you discover who you are, but better yet, who you want to become. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.